Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. Good morning. What's up, guys? Flying solo, back from vacay, fired up, ready to go. Was in the office all day yesterday, in the office again today. If you need anything, at work with Evan, meetwithevan.com, or give me a call, text, or email, and I'll be happy to help you. Hey, uh, a couple things for you today. Not gonna be too long. Just gonna throw, just gonna throw it out there. See what brings. So here's the first thought I want you guys to think about. I'm gonna jump right into it. Do you have more passwords than leads? Do you have more passwords than clients? I ran across this, you know, reading over the weekend, and uh, it, you know, it was, it was a kind of a big, big, you know, post paragraph, whatever. And the truth of the matter is, we seem to have more passwords than we have opportunities. And that, to me, kind of stuck out. You know, obviously the last, like, 30 days of the year, you know, kind of figuring out, well, gee, you know, what do you want to do next year and blah, 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 and a chance to reset, the, you know, reset the bar and all that kind of stuff. And all, and although I really kind of believe in that, I really kind of don't believe in that. You know, I am who I am. I'm not really going to change. I do what works for me, and that, and that works for me. And, you know, maybe I'll, you know, make a switch. But I was pretty happy with, with what I do on a regular basis. I was pretty happy with what I did last year. And I'm pretty happy with what we're going to do this year. So, I'm not a big, you know, change my whole life kind of guy for 2017. Chance to restart, chance to refocus, that sort of thing. But I think when we think about what we're doing, you know, in real estate, how we're kind of cranking in, how we're kind of dialing in, it really ends up that we have way more tools than we have opportunities, right? And those tools, I think, are not overly effective. You know, they may have been at one point. They may, The idea may have been at one point that, you know, let's get all these lead generation tools. We'll get all these leads, and we'll, you know, we'll spend a bunch of money on Facebook, and we'll spend a bunch of money on pay per click, and you know, we'll do this, we'll do that. And as the, as the the you know ebbs and flows of the real estate market kind of go up and down, we kind of figured that a lot of those leads, a lot of those opportunities, a lot of those tools, not leads, a lot of those tools were either not being used, not being used effectively, or just not working, right? And so, you know, it, it's time for us to kind of to kind of switch that up a little bit. It's time for us to kind of stop, you know, going after the next lead generation tool, the next idea, the next, you know, blog post, just so we could say we did it, even though it doesn't really amount to anything, right? We need to make sure that we don't do that, okay? I think a couple of people just jumped on late here. So uh, basically what we're talking about here is you just jumped on a minute or two later. We're talking about how many username and passwords you have versus how many clients or customers that you have or opportunities and why it's important to kind of dial some of those things back, kind of reallocate uh, our funds a little bit, kind of reallocate, you know, our, our focus and start determining how we can find people to talk to as opposed to buying the next new product or the next new lead generation or sponsoring the next event or, 
or doing all those kind of things. I think one of the biggest complaints with the, with the people on, on the team who have been around for quite some time is that, you know, Evan's message is never really the same. I mean, I've heard that complaint, not complaint, but I've heard that comment many, 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 many times. But I would, I would defend myself by saying if the message is the same, then you're going to get the same results, which for some of you is nothing. So the first question is, you know, let's figure out a way, you know, to get more clients than we have passwords. And let's chuck a couple of our products. Let's stop focusing on, on the mundane task just to say you're doing real estate. Well, I posted my KCM article today, so I've done real estate. Well, no one's liked it. No one's looked at it. No one's shared it. No one cares about it, right? And that truly is the fact. The KCM articles are, are, are one in a, in a sp- on, a, on a spoke of a wheel. They're one piece of tool. But instead of doing that, we need to find other activities that are going to bring us, you know, some response, going to bring us some engagement. And that's where we've kind of focused with the Brian Buffini thing over, over you know, the, the, the last month of the year is how to find those people to talk to, but not just send them a letter, but really engage in them and become, you know, friends and, and somewhat of a resource for them as opposed to a commodity, right? That's really what I think we, we, you are, we need to do. We need to refocus. Now, to piggyback off that, the second, the second thing, and the second thing is what can I do or what is the one thing that you need to get a deal done this year. What are you missing? Why, why, you know, not why. What can we do to get everybody on the team a deal or two or three a year? What, what tool, I know I just said no tools, but what tools, what items, what scripts, what dialogues, what piece of information, or like I said in my, in my Facebook post the other day, what piece of content plus coaching will help you get to the next level, will help you get to a level, will help you get one deal pen to paper, what can we do? What is that one thing? And I'd like you to shoot it over to me, you know, at work, uh, com or in the Facebook group. What is that one thing? Some people have mentioned paperwork. Some people have mentioned, you know, referrals. Some people have worked with their friends, all that kind of stuff. And all that stuff is cool. But we have to be able to quantify it, you know. Like, let's take, let's take our home valuation software, all right? I won't, I won't say the, the name just in case it gets somewhere. Let's take our home valuation software. That costs us roughly 100 bucks a month. A couple people have a site there. You have sites that's there. When's the last time you really got something meaningful from that product, right? Meaningful. Now, have we worked the leads right? I don't know. You know, they're partial leads. What are you going to do? You can only mail them so many times, right? You're going to mail them for the rest of your life. It could be a fake lead. So when, have we gotten anything of value out of that product? No, we haven't. We cannot, we cannot put our finger on value in that product. So why should we spend $100 a month for that product, and why should we worry about it? Why should it be on our billing? Why should we worry about what your URL is? Why should we worry about putting it on Facebook? Because I don't think anybody over the course of two years has gotten any kind of product from it except for, you know, our buddy Paul who does it a different way, right? But then again, he buys it for himself. It's standalone. It's his marketing dollar. That's his, that's his plan. But for us, it doesn't do any good, you know? The home buyer eBooks, right? I say go after the home buyer ebooks. When's the last time you get a home buyer ebook registration? Right? Probably, some of you probably never. Right? So I'm not telling you to go off and, and, and cancel this stuff. I'm saying that we need to, to channel what we have and do the less is more. Let's find a tool that we want to, that we want to surf. Yeah, I use the word surf. That we want to ride the wave from now until let's give it, you know, March 31st, the next 90 days. What is our plan for the next 90 days? What, are, what product are we going to use for the next 90 days? on top of our, you know, new, newfound focus, which we'll talk more about on our company, you know, event on the 29th of January. 
when, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to use, to use and reach these people that we want to reach? Instead of saying, oh, shit, you should have called me if you knew somebody buying or selling a house. We've got to be in front of that. What are we going to do to be in front of that? And I think what we do is we kind of get wrapped up into, you know, posting our Craigslist ads, and we get into posting our KCM ads, and we get into posting the, into this and the that, and we ignore the client. You know, we ignore the, the people that are right in front of us. And I think that, if anything, that needs to refocus is that. So I think the content is good, but, but the content, for me, the content and the coaching, right, and having more clients than passwords, right? So let me go back to that. What does that mean? Well, that means you've got 17 different pieces of software or marketing tools that you're using, seven different email addresses. You know, there's a, there's a, you know, a, a group of girls here. You know, they've got, you know, 12 pieces of software. They've got UG, YGL. They've got Zumper. They've got RentLinks. They've got Follow-Up Boss. They've got Craigslist. And who the hell knows what else, right? And although that stuff works for them, it's almost confusing at the same time because there's so much data in there that they have a hard time kind of sorting through it. Another, another lady down in Dorchester, you know, our, our good friend, Rising Star, she's got all these opportunities, but nobody to talk to. Yeah, you've got names in a box and names in your emails, but no one to talk to, right? So we need to figure out better ways to attract clients, and we need to figure out, you know, a better way of following up with them, as opposed to, you know, generating some Craigslist ads and generating five or six or seven leads, which really doesn't work nowadays anyway, but... If we were to go down that path, how are we gonna how are we gonna get those people to, to respond to us? So instead of spending seventy five bucks a month on, on home value stuff, why don't we spend seventy five a month on postage? Why don't we spend seventy five dollars a month on, on nice handwritten cards? Why don't we spend seventy five dollars a month on a on a database that's yours? Not Zap, not mine, not a Google spreadsheet, some actual database that says this is where my friends and family are. Some people we don't even think about mailing because, oh, she's my buddy, you know. But listen, your buddy's not like I, I have a school teacher friend down the street, right? She's a music teacher in Medford. Right? I, don't, I don't think about, you know, she's just, you know, we call her auntie. She's just part of our family, right? But I don't think about putting her on a mailing list. I don't think about sending her something. Why not? Well, because she's my good friend. She's a friend of the family. We, we, we communicate quite often in a variety of different ways. But do you think that she's trained to work for me? Do you think that she's trained for someone to say in the cafeteria or in the, in, the, in the lunchroom, hey, you know, I'm thinking about getting another apartment. My landlord's kind of being a jerk. Is she trained to say, oh, you got to call my buddy Evan. My buddy Evan, you know, works up in North Reading. He's great at rentals. Great. Are they trained? Are they equipped to refer you the right way? So what's a better lead? Is that a better lead? Or some, or some, you know, name behind a box on some rental sites. Now, of course, you know, like, as my buddy Keith says, take what you want, shove the rest. You probably want a name in a box. But for most of us, we want to get to that one to two to three deals a year, four deals a year kind of mark. That's where we're at. If we were to sit down and say, okay, and that's why we didn't really have any goal planning this year. And we didn't have any goal planning because, you know what, there's nothing, there, there, there's no, the goal is the same. There's nothing new. What is your goal? Well, I want to do deals. Right? That's what everybody would say. If I brought in, if I made it mandatory, everybody come in and sit with Evan, tell me what you want to do in 2017. Every single one of you would say, I want more listings and I want some deals. That's what every single one of you would say. No one would say, I want more buyers. No one would say, I want more rentals. No one would say, I want more office time. Every single person would say, I want a couple listings, right? And I want to close, you know, anywhere between three to five deals, three to six deals a year. That's what you all would say. 
So what are you going to do to do that? Well, the listing, you know, the sell home, the home sellers are typically not coming through a home valuation site. And even if you look at our buddy Paul, his numbers are, are, are 3%, 2%, 3%, but the return on his investment works, but it doesn't work for most of us. So why are we wasting time on that? Right? We shouldn't be. We should be wasting time. I'm using the term wasting time loosely. We should be wasting time on, on telling my buddy, you know, down in the Medford School District, this is how I work. This is how you can help me. You know, I'm not sure how I can help you. You're a school teacher other than being your friend, but this is how you can help me grow my business. And in return, you know, whatever, whatever. But, you know, friends are, are obviously willing to help friends. It shouldn't be an obligation to refer a friend. This is how you can refer me if someone in the cafeteria or someone in the school, in the student, in the teacher lounge says, I have a real estate need. Doesn't it make more sense to kind of focus that way than to sit down and have nine different URLs that none of us are using properly, right? And I, I'm not going to say that's my fault. I kind of say it's my fault, but it's, it's a sign of the times. It's a sign of the times. The aggregator sites, you know, the big sites that people are searching on, they're kind of they're dug into those. They kind of want to stick to those. You have to build substantial value into your site as to why they're going to come to your site and register and look on your site only and not wander. And that's a hard thing to do. So you got to use your site for the immediate friends and family and the people that you can immediately connect with. Those are the people that you need to get to your site. Not to random Craigslist, you know, Craigslist ad. I joke with Keith all the time because we, we've, asked, we've asked this question several times. Tell me the last time you closed a Craigslist lead. Tell me, anybody. I'll give you 20 bucks. Someone who says, hey, I got a Craigslist lead in March and I closed it in February or close it in, in January or whatever, you know, a year later, half a year later. You can't do it because it doesn't happen. It hasn't happened in quite some time. So now, there's two sides to this. Should you still put your Craigslist ads up? Sure you should, because what else are you going to do, right? I'm not telling you not to do it. What I'm telling you is don't get stuck behind the passwords and, and the, the softwares and the posts that aren't necessarily working in exchange for reaching to your friends and family. Your immediate database should be first and foremost, the end, no questions asked, right? How am I going to get my people in my circle and that are closer than you think? You know, auntie who's working in, in the Metro School District, you know, our babysitter, people that are closer to you than you think, are they trained and equipped to help you? And if they're not, then that needs to be your first job, your first job. Don't say, well, my mom knows I'm on real estate, so I don't need to talk to her. No, 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 no. Does your mom know what to say if something comes up where she could probably drop your name? Not just, hey, call my daughter. She's really good. Right? Are they equipped? Do they understand what a referral is? Do they understand how to help you? I think you, we need to focus on heading in. Right? It's going to be a great spring. It's, it, you know, the, the interest rates are up a little bit, but let me just talk about that for a minute because that's come my way. The buyers don't care about the interest rates, most of them. They don't care. They care about their monthly payment. That's what the society is. The society is I'm buying a car, and I don't care what I pay. I care what the monthly payment is, whether I pay 36000 or 38000 or 21000 or 22000 What's it going to cost me per month? It's going to cost me 420 or 440 That's how they make their decisions. That's how I make a decision. That's how people make, you know, while I made my car decision, that's just what people do, right? They're, they are payment-driven people. So it doesn't matter if the point went up a quarter point, a half a point. It doesn't make any difference, right? Because it's going to change four times between now and when they buy. So don't get held up on that. 
that get held up on what do you want to spend per month? So you can buy, so you can buy a house that's three twenty versus a house that's three forty. Who cares? Then find one that's three twenty. Doesn't matter. Right, a quarter of a point of interest isn't gonna isn't gonna make them a buyer or not a buyer. So don't let that get in your way. Don't let anything get in your way. Except, you know, digging in with the people that you know are gonna transact or gonna refer you to someone to transact. Give them the most amount of love and find more clients. And what I mean by clients is also people that refer you. More live bodies, right? We need more live bodies to talk to, right? As opposed to, you know, someone's calling me here. We need more live bodies to talk to versus systems to log into, you know? And here's the other thing, too. I'm kind of sick of teaching it. I'm kind of sick of saying, okay, you need this, you need that, you need this, you need that, do this, do that, because you walk out of here with your head spinning. Most of the new people that are on the team come out with their head spinning. Oh, my God, what do you say? Rent with, buy with, sell with, what, what? Did I write that down? Well, how do I get into that? And it causes confusion. And when it causes confusion, then the work doesn't get done. And if the work doesn't get done, then, of course, the products aren't going to work. And that's the kind of quagmire that we're kind of in. You either need to be really, really good at it and, and have it be, you know, your sole source. I'm talking about tech, online, marketing. You have to be really good at it. Or you got to be really good at talking to somebody. Somewhere in the middle is where you need to be in your customer relations, that, you know, your client relations, your referral relations. That's where you got to focus. And then you need to figure out what's the one thing standing in your way from doing a deal. Is it more people to talk to? Is it better follow-up on the people you do have to talk to? I'm not going to say it's better tools because, you know, we're not using the tools that we have. So you don't need a new product. You might need, a, you might need some casual non-real estate CRM system, which the Brian Buffini system has a great one, that you throw $39 at a month to keep track of who you mailed and when you mailed. That might be a much better investment than your $69 seller lead site, which isn't working. Right? So keep, keep a track of who you mailed, what you mailed, and how you're going to mail them, birthdays, things like that. You know? You know, we talked about, I was, I was with my in-laws. This is my final point. I'll, I'll bring it home for you guys. I was with my in-laws and they're a little bit older, a little bit old school, you know, great people. But we, I tried to explain to them how millennials, you know, me and Kristen, communicate and how we base a communication and how they want to be communicated with. So if I put a poll, and I'll just explain this to you, so follow with me here. It's a good point, I think, and it's a point that's going to make a whole lot of sense. It's something that I'm going to repeat over the next little while. Is they don't, they, if I put up a post that says, hey, look at my baby, you know, playing in a saucer. And then the mother-in-law comes in and says, oh, isn't the baby cute? You know, is that a nine-month outfit? Then Kristen comes over to the top and says, yeah, it's a nine-month outfit. That, to Kristen's take, or our take, or the millennial take, is a touch, is a communication. I've, I've communicated with them, right? But to my mother-in-law, no dice. She wants the phone call. She wants the FaceTime. She wants a conversation. She does not consider that Facebook interaction, you know, communication. And I think it's a really good point. Because you and I sometimes think that, you know, hey, I comment on your Facebook posts or, you know, we, we exchange some piece of information that we're dialed in. We're dialed in together. But we're really not. That's a one, you know, it's a, you know most of the stuff that we do here is a one-way communication. I send it out. I can see who looks at this stuff on the Facebook page and who doesn't. So I can say, okay, well, this person's at least looking at the information. But that's not really a conversation or a dialogue. And I think we, we fall into that trap. That just because they double-click on your Instagram picture doesn't mean that, they, that they're at your front of mind to, to, to refer a real estate business to. I think, that's a, I think that's a big misconception. 
And I think it took a conversation with some 60-plus old people who are of the old school, you know, variety, so to speak, that want to be called. Want to, they, you know, they, they expect a thank you letter in the mail. You know, they don't, they don't want a Facebook message that says, hey, thanks for a great time. That doesn't, that doesn't suffice for them. And although the 20-somethings may want it that way, that's because that's the way they've been taught and the way they've been coached and the way they've been brought up. But for some of our other people, especially I'd say the seller crowd or the potential seller crowd, that ain't it. That ain't it. You know, the old philosophy is, you know, the philosophy of 2016 and the philosophy of 2017 is, oh, well, they saw me on Facebook. You know, they, they must they know who I am. You know, I just, I just like something on their Facebook page. They, they, we're dialed in. No. No, that can't be true. That can't be the case. That, that can't work for us as a touch, you know? If you, if you don't have a, a, a group of birthdays written down, Facebook will tell you, but take out your note card and write a handwritten birthday card. Who doesn't like getting mail? Seriously, who does, not, who does not like getting mail? Everybody likes getting mail, especially if it's a nice card that says, hey, thinking about you, hope you have a great birthday, you know? Where's that card going to go? It's not going to go in the trash. It's going to go in a mantle or the refrigerator or somewhere. It's going to stay in the pot. People don't want to throw away cards, you know? But if you just are one of the 75 people on Facebook that wish them happy birthday, that's not a touch. That's where we need to think differently, right? That's where we need to trans- transition our content, you know, and our, for me, content and coaching. But for you, you know, it's content, it's content and it's relational. But it's not content as in, like, keeping current matters content. It's, and, you know, it's, 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 you know, engaging with your people outside of the digital world. You know, which I think everybody lacks. Everybody enjoys, but everybody seemed to have gotten away from. Everybody seemed to have gotten away from. And I think that's kind of where, where I need to focus. I think that's kind of where you guys need to focus. You need to focus on who's in front of me that can refer me. Who's in front of me that can pass me some business? Who's in front of me that I could, you know, reintroduce myself to and give them a clear definition of what it is I do? We have a sheet here. It's what is a referral, Right. And we have a, a, a slick from Brian Buffini that says, what is the referral? And both those items are, are outstanding. Very easy to mail, right? Very easy to drop in the, in, in the mail with, the, with a letter or a handwritten note that says, hey, man, you know, I'm in the business. I'm, you know, I'm looking for some new opportunity. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. In the meantime, here's what you can do for me. If you run across anybody buying or selling or thinking about it, I'd love for you, you, know, for you to trust me and, and, and send me the business, send me an opportunity. And don't you think it's a lot better than hitting up these Craigslist leads 900 times with no response? I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard they're not getting back to me, I mean, if I had a dollar for that, if I had a penny for that over the, you know, the 10, 11 years of my real estate career, they're not getting back to me. I mean, I wouldn't have to sell real estate anymore. I'd be so rich. They're not getting back to me. Haven't heard back from them. Right? That's the answer. The answer, did you call that person? Yeah, they haven't called me back. That's code for I didn't call them. Right? I sent them an email, but I didn't call them. And what, really comes to, and what really comes to mind, I'll just call out the Brian Buffini group, is we come in on Thursday, we write all these letters. Oh, yeah, I sent out 30 letters. And the other day, right before the break, I'm like, okay, call them. And all four people kind of looked at me like, well, three of the four kind of looked at me like, huh? Like, I got to dial them now? Like, really? And then the one person who did dial had three very good phone calls, but I don't know if that person's followed up. I don't know if that person's done with that information. You know? So I think before we get, you know, Look for some new passwords and new software and new ideas and, and new Craigslist links and Facebook-sponsored posts and all that other bullshit, right, which is all good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you just to reprioritize it. Prioritize your, your sphere and your people before 
you prioritize your electronics, you know, your digital. And so I would say to that person who I'm talking about, she knows who she is, before she does anything in 2017 on day one, which starts tomorrow for some people, starts today for me, started yesterday actually, you got to make, you got to follow those contacts and you got to call them again. How was the holidays? I'm getting ready to drop something in the mail for you. What's the best address? Hope everything's well. Appreciate talking to you, you know, before the holidays. Hope everything's good. Right? That's what you have to do. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Right? No one's going to hang up on you. But you have to define who those people are, what you, what you can do to help them, and what they can do to help you, and train them to help you the best possible way. And build your own sales team through a network of referrals, as opposed to digging through Facebook and posting content on a Facebook page where you've got seven likes. You're not going to get any business out of there, guys. You're just not. Because it's not, that, it's not that keeping current matters isn't working. It's that you aren't doing the full package. And the full package is, is building your audience on your, on your Facebook page, engaging the people on your Facebook page. You're just expecting to throw it out there and check the box. Well, I shared something today, so if someone needs something, they'll call me, right? We can't have that attitude. Because when we have that attitude, that leads to too many passwords and not enough clients because we're just throwing it out there and hoping that it sticks. And then we're using that hope as a strategy, right? Oh, I hope someone from Facebook connects with me and wants to buy something from me. That's what we have to get away from, right? That's what we have to get away from. And I think that we can get away from that, but I need you to really kind of focus on, on what's what and who's who, right? And figure out where we are, what we are, what we're doing, and how we're going to make the most sense of what we're doing as opposed to spending more money and, and not understanding our passwords, not understanding the content we have and, and not using it. So what I would suggest doing for you guys, Think about over the last two weeks, you know, that you've been at holiday parties, Christmas parties, think about some people that either sent you a gift, you know, brought you a gift, spent some time with, and reach out to them and, and, and say thank you. Send them a thank you card. Come in with me, meetwithevan.com. I'll be around all week, right? We're purposely not doing the Brian Matheny this week because I, I know a lot of you want to come in. Meetwithevan.com, get on my calendar, come in and, and get these pieces of information that you can mail out. My commitment to Keith, we were at dinner last night. I don't know if he's on a call or not. We were at dinner last night. We're going to get everybody on the roster to do a deal. Everybody on the roster is going to do one deal this year. So my focus is to, get, is to get with the people who haven't done a deal or don't have something in the pipeline and get them to do a deal. If we've got 63 or 64 agents on our team, we're going to have 63 different people do a transaction this year, right, not including the new people or the people that decide they don't want to, want to pay 126 quarter anymore, right? That's what we're going to do. Everybody's going to do a deal. So I'm going to be looking for you in a polite way, in a very Evan way. What can I do to help you? What's the one thing we can do to help you get a deal? Okay? That's my commitment to my teammates. You have to make a commitment to you, yourself, your family. You have to make a commitment to, you know, the people around you. And basically you need to make a commitment to yourself. How am I going to do, how am I going to do a deal this year? How am I going to make things work? How am I going to, you know, get my hands dirty and commit to one new deal a year. Where am I going to find those leads? What can Evan do to help me find those leads? And that's really what it's all about, guys. All right. Welcome to 2017. I uh, hope you found this info, you know, good. Call me, email me, at work with Evan. Evan, that's team. We're in the Facebook group. I'll be around all week. Get on my calendar. Let's make a plan. Let's get everybody doing a deal this year. Hope you guys have a great day, and uh, shoot me if you need anything. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com.
or find him in the iTunes Music Store.